Christmas. Welcome to What You Don't Know About Christmas. I'm your host Neil and joining me is Oliver. Say hello Oliver. Hello. Very university challenge. Yes, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the Christmas tree ships. Ever heard of that? No. No, it's a lovely little story. Um, set in Chicago right and it's just I just really like it it's got everything it's got a Santa vibe yeah. it's got a Christmas vibe right obviously oh, yeah <laughs> and um, it, it's got a ghost right is there any trigger warnings mysteries trigger warnings well I suppose a lot of Christmas trees die in this <laughs> okay um and we do talk about loss of life, actually. Right. But, uh, I mean, it's not too much of a spoiler, really. <laughs> but, <laughs> but see, that's the thing with trigger warnings. It give it, like, they're spoilers, too. Mm -hmm. So, they're tricky. Okay. Shall we get on with it, then? Yes. Okay. Well, is there anything that, like... Do you have something that starts Christmas off for you? Where you think... Right, that's it now, we've started. I think the uh, lights in Nottingham, because yesterday I was walking through Nottingham and the lights were on and I was like, right, okay, it's starting to become so it's, Christmas. it's when they get the Christmas lights up in Yeah. Morning. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm about the same on that. As yeah. soon as you get the lights up in town, it's like, woo. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if you were in Chicago in the late 1800s, early 1900s, it'd probably be the arrival of the Christmas tree ships. Right. So around this time you've got a lot of German immigrants in Chicago. Right. And what do they want? Christmas, Christmas trees. trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Chicago, because you probably don't know this, do you know where Chicago is? America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, any any further it's details? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, it's towards the east, around Lake Michigan. Now, right at the top yeah. of Lake Mich Michigan, um, you've got northern Michigan and Wisconsin. Right. And they just happen to be full of trees. So, schooners. Do you know what a schooner is? No. Sail, big sailboat. You know pirate ships with yeah. big billowy sails? Kind of like that, but a bit, bit right. smaller scale. Um, and they would head up there to the top of the lake in November, get the trees uh, um, and return back just before the storms and the snow and the ice really set in right. and, and made it impossible to travel on the lake because I suppose what I should say here is you've got 
the scale of the lake, like if you think of a lake district, yeah, those things are like puddles yeah. compared to Lake Michigan. It might as well be a sea. It, it's bloody huge right. and equally dangerous. So it's not, you know, a little pleasure cruise up there. Mm. It, it's hard work and people died all the time. Ships right. sank all the time. In fact, the guy that we're having a look at, Herman Schunemann, um, his brother, he'd already lost his brother right. uh, before he went on this uh, journey with the Christmas trees. He'd already lost him on a, a shipwreck. So, you know, most families of schooners had somebody who they'd lost. Right. Um, but, as I say, we're looking at Herman Schumann. And he also had another name. He was called Captain Santa. Right. <laughs> because what he did... A lot of the schooners arrived there and sold them on to wholesalers, the trees onto wholesalers. Yeah. But what he did was sell them from the deck of his ship. So like you can imagine it's it's like getting cold, Christmas is nearly here, you make your way down to the docks and you see this ship with electric lights on. Which right. is kind of like yeah. a novelty. So you've got lovely, brightly lit lights festooned on the on the ship, and it's piled high with Christmas trees, and they are quite cheap. It, one of his slogans was, "I sell them the cheapest" or something like that, because right. you um, got them for like fifty cents or a dollar. You could also pick up wreaths and other decorations because his wife and daughters would make arrangements right. and stuff for you to buy as well. And, like I said, he was called Captain Santa, who really loved taking on that role as well. And the reason he was called Captain Santa wasn't just because he brings Christmas. Well, it kind of was, but he brought it in a more fundamental way than that. Because yeah. he gave um, Christmas trees to families that couldn't afford Christmas trees. Right. So he was like a really popular and well-loved guy and by 1912 when he's about to take his final journey really right. um he was an old hand at doing the christmas tree run he'd been doing it for nearly 30 years wow the only thing is his boat had been around for even longer <laughs> it was called the Ruth simmons and it had already done a lot of work um going back and forth carrying lumber Right. Um, asking it to do the Christmas run is kind of like asking a like clapped out old banger mm -hmm. to go from Land's End to John O'Groats in bad weather, right. cold weather. You, you know. Yeah. It might get there. <laughs> it might not. And on Friday the 22nd of November in 1912... The Ruth Simmons set off full to the brim with Christmas trees for Chicago. And it's really unfortunate because around the same time, yeah. a terrible storm blew up. And right. it was really bad. Like, lots of ships went down. Mm. Um, back at home, Barbara Schooneman and the daughters are, like, a bit worried. Yeah. 
um, because it hasn't the ship hasn't shown up on time. But it was quite common if there was a storm mm. that would pull into harbour somewhere and wait right. for the storm to pass and then arrive a few days later than they were expected. But a few days later came and went and there was no word of them. And then Christmas trees started washing up on the beach. Ah, right. Now, it's safe to say that the ship was gone. Yeah. But we don't really know what happened to it. There's a log from the life-saving station on Saturday the 23rd of November. Right. Remember it left on the Friday, so that's a couple of days on. Yeah. Um, that says that the, a schooner was sighted flying its flag at half-mast, but the station lost sight of it. Right. Um, and by the time help was arranged, um, it's, they went out to its last log position. Yeah. And they couldn't see anything. Right. It was it was icy and stormy and there was just no way to find it. So lots of theories grew up about why the ship sank. Um, but I mean, a major one is that ships sink in storms. Yeah. But you've got that it was old. Mm. Could have been falling apart. Um, you've got the weight of the trees. I've read some stories where it's kind of implied that they were pushing it for a bit of extra money. Right. Um, but the, I don't think those are facts. I think it's there's a lot... It starts mutating into folklore, this right. story. So there's a lot of funny little things about it. It could have been the weight of the trees. Mm. It could have been the weight of the ice and the snow mm. on the trees. Uh, some reports suggest that um, they tried to weigh anchor. Like it had a super heavy, heavy anchor. Right. Uh, especially for storm weather mm. um, and as it was being carried up onto deck the combination of where that weight was in relation to the Christmas trees just meant it was really top heavy and it, it tipped so mm. but nobody really has any definitive proof um, mm. they did find the wreck in the 70s right? but it didn't really offer any clues that there's a possibility from the way the ship was laid at the bottom of the lake mm -hmm. there is a possibility that there was too much weight at the front of the ship so when it went over a big wave it would have nosedived right down right and just not been able to recover from that nosedive but it could also just be that when the ship sank and hit the bottom all the stuff shoved to the front. So there is nothing really conclusive about it, except that it definitely went down. Yeah. Now, after that, Barbara and her daughters kept going. They kept selling trees from schooners. And when Barbara died, the daughters sold it from their, their lot. Right. So not from the ships, but they still kept selling the Christmas trees. But I think... One of the reasons that it's quite a well-known 
um, story is for the schooners on Lake Michigan, it, it kind of ended that era. The same yeah. way, you know, people talk about how the Titanic marked the end of an era because you've got the the war coming yeah. up, the First World War coming up and that kind of optimism and arrogance mm. kind of went away. Um, with the schooners, it's more a kind of the old... I mean, it's a very romantic yeah. idea, isn't it? Yeah. A sailboat full of Christmas trees heading um, for your home for, so you can hop on board and buy one. It's, it's a lovely idea, and especially if you combine that with Santa on the ship yeah. giving away presents to needy children. It's yeah. like, it's very lovely. And so the whole romance of the schooner ships kind of just faded away. And by 1920, there were no Christmas tree ships anymore. But they were already getting deliveries by road and rail. But, as I say, that just marked the end of it. And the ships were just left to rot and decay right. in the harbour, which must have been a very weird sight. Yeah. But the story of the Christmas tree ship never really faded away it just kind of as i said before it kind of mutates into folklore um there's stories about how um before the ship set off the rats all left it you know saying the rats all leaving the sinking ship yeah um that that's like a, a an omen that something bad is going to happen on the mm. ship um and there's stories about how the crew refused to board as well. And then there's the sightings. Every year around Christmas, people claim to have seen a ghostly schooner filled to the brim with Christmas trees mm -hmm. floating, uh, suddenly appearing right. and floating away into the distance. But it hasn't just left a legacy of ghost stories. There's something really lovely that happened as well. Every year, the um, US Coast Guard recreate the the route right. of the final journey um, of the Ruth Simmons. And they fill up a boat with Christmas trees. Mm. Coming to the harbour at Chicago and distribute the trees... To families who might not otherwise be able to afford one. Right. So, okay, San Captain Santa lives on, in spirit at least. Yeah. And that's the story of the Christmas tree ships of Chicago. Did you like that one? Yeah, I did, actually. I, I think it's nice. really lovely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all that's left for me to say at the end of this very short podcast yeah. is... Um, Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Oliver, for your soundy-woundy stuff. <laughs> and um, speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.